Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. And just a quick intro, just to let you know, thanks to everyone who's been listening, who have just started listening at the start of January. We've had record figures. We've been nearly getting over 100 people a week listening to the pod, the pod show, to the, the podcast, and the, uh, and also we've got people watching on YouTube as well. So a very warm welcome to the programme. We're almost we're back, we're over halfway through, but if it's your first um, listen today, or if you've just started very recently, make sure you start on day one, uh, then you'll always have a video ready for you. And uh, there's lots to be getting on with today on one on day 189. We're going to be reading from the chap, uh, the book of Job, and it's going to be chapters 38 and 39. Then it's off into the New Testament for Acts chapter 15, verses 1 to 21. So let's get started with the word of God into the book of Job, chapter 38. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm, and he said, who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundations? Tell me if you understand who marked off its dimensions. Surely you know who stretched a measuring line across it. On what were its footings set or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. Who shut up the sea behind the doors, sorry, sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garments and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place. When I said, This far you may come and no further, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place, that it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their light and their upraised arm is broken. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me, if you know all this, what is the way to the abode of light? And where does darkness reside? Can you take them to their places? Do you know the paths of their dwellings? Surely you know, for you were already born. You have lived so many years. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow or seen the storehouses of the hail, which I reserve for times of trouble, for days of war and battle? What is the way to the place where the lightning is dispersed or the place where the east winds are scattered over the earth? Who cuts a channel for the torrents of rain and a path for the thunderstorm? To water a land where no one lives, an, an uninhabited desert. To satisfy a desolate wasteland and make it sprout with grass. Does the rain have a father whose father's the drops of dew? From, whom, from whose womb comes the ice? Who gives birth to the frost from the heavens? When the waters become hard as stone, when the surface of the deep is frozen, can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons or lead out the bear with its cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourself with a flood of water? Do you send the lightning bolts on their way? Do they report to you? Here we are. Who gives the ibis wisdom or gives the rooster understanding? Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? 
who can tip over the water jars of the heavens? When the dust becomes hard and the clods of earth stick together, do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions? When they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in a thicket, who provides food for the raven when its young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food? Job chapter 39. Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? Do you count the months till they bear? Do you know the time they give birth? They crouch down and bring forth their young. Their labour pains are ended. Their young thrive and grow strong in the wilds. They leave and do not return. Who let the wild donkey go free? Who untied its ropes? I gave it the wasteland as its home the salt flats as its, hab as its habitat. It laughs at the commotion in the town. It does not hear a driver's shout. It ranges the hills for its pasture and searches for any green thing. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? Will it stay by your manger at night? Can you hold it to the furrow with a harness? Will it till the valleys behind you? Will you rely on it for its great strength? Will you leave your heavy work to it? Can you trust it to haul in your grain and bring it to your threshing floor? The wings of the ostrich flap joyfully, though they cannot compare with the wings and feathers of the stork. She lays her eggs on the ground and lets them swarm warm in the sand, unmindful that a foot may crush them, that some wild animal may trample them. She treats her young harshly, as if they were not hers. She cares not that her labour was in vain. For God did not endow her with wisdom, or give her a share of good sense. Yet when she spreads her feathers to run, she laughs at horse and rider. Do you give the horse its strength, or clothe its neck with a flowing mane? Do you make it leap like a locust, striking terror with its proud snorting, its paws fiercely, rejoicing in its strength, and charges into the fray? It laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. It does not shy away from the sword. The quiver rattles against its side, along with the flashing spear and lance. In frenzied excitement, it eats up the ground. It cannot stand still when the trumpet sounds. At the blast of the trumpet, it snorts, aha! It catches the scent of battle from afar, the shout of commanders and the battle cry. Does the hawk take flight by your wisdom and spread its wings toward the south? Does the eagle soar at your command and build its nest on high? It dwells on a cliff and stays there at night. A rocky crag is its stronghold. From there it looks for food. Its eyes detect it from afar. Its young ones feast on blood. And where the slain are, there it is. Now we will go to Acts. Chapter 15, verses 1 to 21. Certain people came down from Judea to Antioch and were teaching the believers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. This brought Paul and Barnabas into sharp dispute and debate with them. So Paul and Barnabas were appointed, along with some other believers, to go up to Jerusalem to see the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent them on their way, and as they travelled through Phoenicia and Samaria, they told how the Gentiles had been converted. This news made all the believers very glad. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and elders, to whom they reported everything God had done through them. 
Then some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, the Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and elders met to consider this question. After much discussion, Peter got up and addressed them. Brothers, you know that some time ago, God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from my lips the message of the gospel and believe. God, who knows the heart, showed that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them, just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. Now then, why do you try to test God by putting on the necks of Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? No, we believe it is through the grace of our Lord Jesus that we were saved, just as they are. The whole assembly became silent as they listened to Barnabas and Paul telling about the signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. When they finished, James spoke up. Brothers, he said, listen to me. Simon has described to us how God first intervened to choose a people for his name from the Gentiles. The words of the prophets are in agreement with this, as it is written. After this, I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent. Its ruins I will rebuild and I will restore it, that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord even all the Gentiles who bear my name, says the Lord, who does these things, things known from long ago. It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write to them, telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals and from blood. For the law of Moses had been preached in every city from the earliest times, and is read in the synagogues on every Sabbath. There we are. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Lord, we pray that you'd help give us a clear path forward. Lord, especially across the globe today, as it is, as we record this, the, 20, the 20th of January, 2021, when a new administration takes over in America, Lord, we pray that it can be peace, peaceful over in America. Lord, that people will start to get on, that those who have won will accept their victory, Lord, and will be kind to those who voted against them. And Lord, for those who felt that they lost the election, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would help those to, to find peace in your ways and your love, and that we can have justice and truth. And Lord, and if there has been wrongdoing done, which many believe to be so, then justice would be done so that these kind of things can never happen again. This is a time of trial, Lord. It seems like we are all stuck, whether it be in lockdown or just with things not going in the way that we had hoped for many Christians across the globe. But in all of this, Lord, we don't always hear about the good stories. Lord, about all the people who are getting saved in different ways, like the wonderful works in Israel, Lord, of those of the Jews being converted, Lord, to, to know your name and to accept you as their Lord and Saviour. There is incredible works going on with the Messianic Jews and that community in Israel and across the globe. And Lord, we celebrate every man and woman and boy and girl who becomes a Christian, who takes you into, into their hearts, who accepts you as their Lord and Saviour. We pray, Lord, for many, many more. Help us, Lord Jesus, be useful to you. Lord, and for those who don't know you yet, but wish to bring you into their lives, we pray the sinner's prayer. 
Dear Lord Jesus, we know that we are sinners and we have done many things wrong. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would forgive us our sin. Lord, we truly repent of everything we have done wrong. And we forgive anyone else, Lord, who has sinned against us. Dear Lord Jesus, we know that you died for us on the cross so that our sins would be forgiven and the slate would be wiped clean. And on the third day, God raised you up from the dead. And now you sit with him at the right-hand side of the Father in heaven. Lord, you have fulfilled your promises and you give us great hope. Please now come into our hearts, be our Lord and Saviour in every part of us, heart, mind, body and soul. Everything, Lord Jesus, that we are, you are welcome. And Lord, we agree with your will for our lives. Help us to be transformed in your image. By your almighty name of Jesus, we give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me. I know it's a tough time for a lot of people. I've had many comments and messages, and it is it is a very, very hard time, especially for people in America. And there are a lot, especially evangelical Christians in America, who feel very distraught at what is happening and what will take place today and really what is in store for America. But we can hope and pray that, good, that in all of this, good will come out of it. It's very hard to know what will come. Uh, only the Lord knows what is coming for America and the rest of us. But let's pray that we can be held safe and kept away from these kind of troubles. But I thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. And also for all of you who are watching on YouTube, thank you very much for um, supporting the program. It's great to have you all with us. I'll be back again in the next day or two with more readings. And remember, you can give out the website, which is youhattrick.com, to all of your friends and relatives and people who are maybe thinking about becoming a Christian because they get to view the word every day or listen to it, whether it be on a podcast or on YouTube. And it's completely free and we're not ever going to change that. It's always going to be that kind of mission. So take care. May God bless you. And I'll see you very soon. Bye just now.